Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Dice and Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, do all Shuni go to heaven? Yes. yes. Yes, they do. Full stop. There is no question. If you argue against this, you're going to hell. All Shunis do go to fucking heaven. There's three movies about it in real life. If Shunis are dogs. Okay, but like, I guess this kind of brings up the question, because like, in All Dogs Go to Heaven, it's kind of implied that all dogs are like inherently morally good, right? Yes, because they are. Okay. So, like, is that the same thing with Shuni? Or is it more of a, like, even if a Shuni commits murder, like, in the cold, like, in the coldest and most brutal form, like, fucking Shuni serial killer, he will still go to heaven just because he's got a spot reserved for him. Which of these do you think it yeah. is? I think that no matter what they do, um, they will go to heaven because they are the perfect, perfect little boys and girls. So I was trying to think of the most evil, fucked up thing a Shuni could do, and because of current political events, my brain was like, Wall Street! And then I was just, (laughs) I was left with the image of a Shuni in a little business suit, and you know what? I agree, actually. He he gets to go to heaven. (laughs) Oh, please. Okay. Um, One valid worker at Wall Street. You must be a Shuni. If you're not, fuck you. If you want to be working in the economy business, you better be a shuni. And if not, I will attack you on site. Okay, You're okay. Going I, to I guess I, I guess you could say. I, well, I mean, he's not going to be in charge because the people who are in charge of Wall Street are generally, from what I understand, fat cat folk. Um, whereas he okay. he's fighting to get his position. You might even call him an underdog. How does it feel to be on the other end of my knife that I'm about to stab you with? <laughs> Do we want to play some Pathfinder, guys? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, I want to fucking get my mind off of what you just said. <laughs> okay, so, previously in uh, Extinction Curse, uh, you guys uh, met with some lovely little farmers. Uh-huh. The pug folk known as the Shuni, uh, you met a, a little uh, cart of them being harassed by some land sharks, which was less than ideal. Happens. You saved them from the land sharks and you were like, don't worry. And they were like, thank you. Uh, we're from the next village over past Mattencleave. Uh, and we're next to this really big inconspicuous tower. It probably won't be plot relevant to you who are searching for big inconspicuous towers. And they, they had to talk with you. Uh, they're lovely folks, uh, very fucking Catholic. And then you guys had a game of Phasmophobia. Yeah. Uh, it was something. 
you entered a haunted house um, belonging to um, one of the first victims of the haunting of Upper Vandy, a mean old man named Old Kuru. And Old Kuru had some some stuff to say. He sure did. Started muttering stuff about Vandy, but also Swinton, some Swinton people who he said he should have sold a farm. Something about blood money, something about hooves, something about flames. Uh, you know. Might be one of those biblical things where it's open to interpretation. Regardless, you uh, you managed to deal with that and uh, you continued on the way to Matt and Cleve to put on your, get ready for your next week of circus performances. So would we like to hop in? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we're going to hop in with a, uh, a not-so-great scene, everyone. Oh, cool. Oh, good. We see a little house on the edge of the street. The sound of uh, boats and uh, a cop of uh, the sea lapping and gulls can be heard uh, as a few children are gathered around a bag of coins. There's about five of them. Uh, most of them are no older than six or seven. The oldest is about 13. They come from like a mix of like different backgrounds, but it's very obvious that all of them are deathly poor. Some of them don't even have shoes on. And the oldest one is kind of like grinning as he's dividing these coins up between each of them. Uh, equally and fairly, everyone is getting two silver today. And uh, he kind of like slaps the back, uh, friendly, like all friendly, like of uh, one of the other kids and says, That should do us for the week, everyone. See? It's not that bad. We'll be safe for another week. And uh, as he's kind of grinning, one of these kids, uh, a child with darker skin and uh, black curly hair, feels safe. And uh, only moments later, suddenly the door is practically knocked off its hinges. Um, and these kids look up, uh, all panicked. Um, as several armed guards with the Escadar uh, Guard Force symbol on their chest rush in, uh, flanked by a man uh, in noble finery um, and a crooked smile on and uh, a pin marking him as a member of the Trice Damned House of Troon the aristocratic force uh, behind the infernal empire of Cheliax, a nation which literally sold its soul to uh, the devil following the death of Aradin. The man that these kids pickpocketed earlier. Oh no. <sighs> Not good. It was only about a few gold, but even that was enough for the law to come cracking down on these kids once they messed with the wrong man. And certainly that they do. The guards quickly grapple with these uh, children, pulling them off their feet. Um, the oldest of which um, Persimmon, that was his name. 
you remember now, his name was Persimmon. He kind of turns to that kid with the curly dark hair and shouts, Royari, get out of here! Through the window! Go, go, go! Okay. Um, and Royari runs. And Royari sends her an axe. You fucking jump out that window. Um, it's a fall. You kind of do your best attempt at a flip, but you are six years old and you land on your ass. <laughs> it hurts, but you get up and you run and you don't ever see those kids again. None of them. Your first family taken from you in a cruel message that would stick with you forever. That family is always fleeting. And as you run, angry, terrified, not sure how you're going to survive now, everything starts to turn kind of dark and then everything is completely pitch black. And you look behind you and you see multiple figures all mirroring your exact move. There's a lady, um, she's relatively old, but she has the same skin and hair as you, um, dressed in uh, paladin's armor with the symbol of Iomade blazed onto her chest. Behind her, you see a tin-faced scholar, again with your, the same skin and hair. And behind her, you see another man and another man and another woman, and it stretches off until at the very end, there's this shadowy figure with a halo glowing and eyes set firmly on you. And you don't know why, but that's terrifying to you. Mm -hmm. Rory, I want you to make me a will save now. 22. Okay. Um, unfortunately, that's going to be a fail. Yeah, that's fair. Because, Royari, then when you turn back to turn away from them, you are faced with another figure. Mm-hmm. And it's an old man with translucent blue skin and a frizzy, patchy beard, teeth that are rotted, eyes that are hollow, skinny, bony arms, sweat drooling down his face. And old Kuru screams at you. And Royari, you wake the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> Royari, like, sits up and, like, just kind of, like, feels Oh, you are, I will say, you're fucking terrified. That was a supernatural effect. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I mean, like, Royari, like, wakes up and tries to, like, figure out... Because they're, like, they just woke up. They're like, Okay. <laughs> I think Ariato. I. Volio, I don't know. Uh, are you awake at this time? Ariato, you're probably definitely awake considering the everything going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, she sleeps very sparingly, I think. Like, she has resorted to short naps throughout the day. And for someone who likes sleep, that's. that's not great. No. <laughs> uh, I think Volio is very lightly asleep. Okay. I think you're snoring. There's like a feather up and down your mouth. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah, <laughs> odd body is put it there. Yeah, it's really funny actually. Um, but yeah. Ariadne, you notice Royari like very violently waking up from a nightmare. 
you okay? Oh, um, Rayari like looks down at um at his hands for a second, um, and he's like, okay, um. <laughs> If I said yes, that would be a lie. Nightmare. Um, yes. I don't get those very often. Ariath, do you want to make me a quick religion check? Yep. Wow. 20. <laughs> okay, I mean, when I 20, you're probably aware. It's not super high, DC. Um, okay. <laughs> you're going to go off on a limb and say that yesterday, that encounter with um, uh, the haunt they have sometimes the capability to give people nightmares. Um, which is to say, I wrote in big letters on a sticky note, Royari got nightmare cast on him by old Kuru. <laughs> uh, so there ah. you go. I've, I've fulfilled my contract. <laughs> Thank you all very much. <laughs> Consistency. <laughs> uh, what that means, uh, Royari, is that you are going to be experiencing the effects of fatigue for a day, which means you have a minus one on your AC and saving throws until you get another good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. I think Ariado muzzled over and she's like, okay, yeah, um, what we experienced back at the farmhouse, the haunts can sometimes give you nightmares. It's kind of a residual effect. Ah. Uh. That explains the end of that. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's not fun. It's not good. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Um, and Rayari sort of sits there for a second. It's like... <clears throat> Ariadne, I want to cuddle! <laughs> uh, uh, okay. <laughs> she, uh, she just tiptoes over as to not wake Volio <laughs> <laughs> and sits next to Rari. Um, I think Rari's like sorry. Um, usually I prefer to be the person that is doing the helping. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't that doesn't mean that you shouldn't accept any help. I know. I think that just means that you're the person who needs the more help because you're you're focusing on everyone else. All right, there's no need to scalp me. Harry <laughs> <laughs> just grins. <laughs> um, and I think Rayari sort of like um sits not like up in bed, but just like enough that they can like lean against um Ariato a little bit, and is like, thank you. That was a very bad dream. And I do not like thinking about stuff like that. That's fair. I mean... Childhood trauma will do that to anybody. <laughs> Alright, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> yes it will. <laughs> At least it wasn't Volio that was awake. I don't think I could have... <laughs> I don't think I could have admitted this to Volio. <laughs> <laughs> It would probably take. It would have probably taken a bit of crying and odd body in your face. I don't want that. 
Well, if Blood Buddy was in my face, that would simply be another nightmare. Odd Buddy is awake, he doesn't sleep. Yeah. Uh, Odd Buddy kind of like slitters up out of like the bottom bunk and looks up at you, or top bunk. Volier's a top bunk boy, let's be real. Volier's, yeah. Odd uh, Buddy kind of slitters out from the top bunk and looks down at you all and says, Snuggle? That was a joke. That was simply a joke. Don't worry. <laughs> Good night. She doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't fucking move. Okay. <laughs> he, he he eventually gets away. <laughs> Era, I was like, just, just don't look. He'll he'll move eventually. I have no idea what that thing is. No, I doubt that. I doubt that he'll tell us. I doubt it. I think he'd just say a friend if we asked. Or to play with him. Oh, God. You've done that so many times. You do hear a faint play with me from the top bunk. Uh, <laughs> I hate this little bitch. He's <laughs> like, I already squint. And uh, he pauses and he's like, Ariato, you lived at. Dusk lights for your entire childhood, right? As far as I can remember, yeah. So you never lived, like, on the streets or anything? You were always... There are times where I do remember, like... A hut somewhere that, I ne- that I've never really seen. And, like... smoke and ashes and candles but other than that <laughs> dusk light it's always been celestial menagerie I ask um, I didn't just dream of of the old man or anything um I don't usually think about things like this because it genuinely I, I it's out of my mind so I don't I don't worry about it I buy another pair of boots and that's fine. <laughs> I've mentioned that I used to... I've, I've mentioned, Dusklight has mentioned, everyone who dislikes me and knows me has mentioned that I have lived on the street before. Mm, yeah. It was mostly when I was a child. Like, when you were... Before we met and you were living with us, Clyde, I would have been living on the streets. Hmm. In the same city. <laughs> ah. Yes. <laughs> oh. Um, Ariato remembers Escobar and she's like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> and. I. I, you know I feel very loose about crime. Yeah. Murder is bad, but theft is okay in some circumstances. And I agree with you. I'm really glad that you do. And yet I remain neutral good. Regardless of that. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> I think I already will understand. But um, I used to pickpocket a lot, which makes sense. I was a child living on the streets. I couldn't exactly get a job. Mm-hmm. I dreamt about a little bit before I went back, before I met 
um, my family. And I remembered somebody that I thought I had forgotten. And I'm not sure really how to feel about it. Hmm. Well... Was it someone that caused you pain? Or other people pain? Well, there was somebody that I remembered that caused us some shit, but that wasn't... It's not him that I'm worried about. Some rich Chalaxian noble can go fuck himself. I mean people that I left behind. Mm. Not on purpose, I wouldn't have done it if I hadn't... had no choice. But I don't know what happened to some of the people that I left there, and I don't know if me leaving them hurt them, because I haven't seen them since I was, like, seven. The last time I saw them was in Eskadar. go then you had to go if you were pressed to go then there was probably no other way out it wasn't it wasn't like you didn't look for them either um I it's hard not to blame myself for that and Rayari sort of like pulls um the blanket over over themselves because I did run and I know that and it feels like I could have taken somebody with me or fought I I know I I know I couldn't I know I literally couldn't but it feels like I could have and the fact that I don't know where they are and I don't know if they're alive I don't know if they're dead. Yeah. Because they were... They were family to me. Well, we do travel a lot. So... There's always a chance that we could run into them. <laughs> Somehow that's scary too. <laughs> I'm afraid they'll hate me. You know? But if I they're also leave. family, they would have also wanted what's best for you at the time. And if... If you were the only one who was able to make it out there, I think they'd find some relief that at least you were safe. That's true.
I just want to know where they are. It's not like something comes. It's not something that we can actively look for, and I have literally no idea where to start. Mm. Well, I don't know. I don't think that we could look now. We have a billion other things to worry about, including a business and the fate of the entire islands. <laughs> Which are technically more pressing matters. I mean, we can always hire an investigator at some point. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm sure we can save up some money. We we've made a lot from our from our shows and everything. I suppose I will refrain from buying another pair of shoes. <laughs> Ariato, I think while all this is happening, like in your head this is explaining to you stuff about like why Royari reacted so negatively to as a kid being told we're sending you off somewhere um, by authority figures or why Royari is so desperate to have this family thing and why she's so self-sacrificing and puts everyone else's needs first you put that into a little notebook in your head to be like okay noted do you guys want to try get some sleep together? It's still the middle of the night, and it's safer to be at least together rather than both of you right now. Your sleep schedule or your sleep situations are somewhat in disarray. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'd be best to go to bed. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys. Close your eyes and get ready for some sleep. And you are woken in the morning by the smell of cooking. Um, Volio, I think you are probably the first to awaken, kind of like with a, like, the smell kind of like uh, wafts over your nose and you kind of like float out of bed and start fo- uh, following it for a moment, like... Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a Saturday morning cartoon. Oh yeah. my god. Uh you can break physics when it's funny. Um Yes. <laughs> I hear the other you two, you two see this from your fucking pillow pile and you look up and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know if we could do that. Oh god, it's too early for this. <laughs> yes, I'm going back to sleep. Well, I will say the cooking does smell much better than the professor's usual um, stuff. Uh, <laughs> stuff you say with your voice food. breaking. Um, Who, we're so the volume's following that that delicious uh, smell line. What's at the end of it? Uh, well, it's the shuni. <gasps> uh, they they seem to have Once prepped. Again. A really big breakfast for everyone. Uh, you see bacon, beans, uh, there's chestnuts, there's root vegetables, and, like, it's, this is a lot. You don't know if you had all of this in your pantry wagon. I think, Volio, as you leave, uh, one of the, uh, Shuni, um, Madame Shuni, I think you probably got her name by now. It's been a day. Um. Probably, yeah. This one is, uh, Bigmore, uh, Mrs. Bigmore. She kind of turns to you, and she's like, Ah, oh, good morning now. I'm glad to see you're awake. Huh? Did you smell what we're cooking? I did, yes. It's very, uh, interesting. 
What have you got, sir? Well, we've got a traditional shuni breakfast for you. Uh, make mm-hmm. sure we like to have it, you know, nice and hearty in the morning. Um, is Eber back with the f- with the fish? Yeah, and uh, I think one of the other ones, uh, Goper, uh, he kind of says, "Ah, oh, no, not yet. Uh, he'll be back soon, I think." She's like, "So yeah, we're gonna have uh, some beans for you, some root vegetables, uh, some bacon." Uh, some uh, potatoes if we can get them in time. Although I suppose you could call those root vegetables too, couldn't you? It's kind of just a big pile of everything. Like a nice big mountain, mm. you know? Give you the energy you need for the day. Ah, very hospitable. Uh, Ungren over in the corner is like, I shall fill you up here. You're good and you'll go up nice and strong now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, I think when the other one comes back with a whole fucking little uh, wagon, uh, like a sorry, a whole little wheelbarrow full of fish that he's fished up in the river, um, they start being cooked over a fire. And I think everyone is treated to a fucking massive breakfast. Like, huge. Uh, you get the feeling that they probably... Like, some of these work from your pantry, yes, but most of them are literally just freshly picked from the earth around. Um, That's so fucked up. Which is really impressive and a testament to how good this land is. Mm Mm-hmm. It'd be a shame if it were to die. (laughs) Yeah, it would be a fucking shame if it were to die. That's Um, crazy. Good thing nothing like that's happening. (laughs) As the three of you are set down, uh, Mrs. Bigmer uh, is kind of like, ah, yeah, this is about this land here is fairly fertile. We're lucky in that regard. I think further into Matt and Cleve now, uh, land's having a little bit of trouble, but none that'll be clear. Uh, that, none that'll uh, take too long. Uh, I'm fairly certain that when Aridan comes back, uh, it'll be uh, back to normal in no time. Volio <laughs> grimaces. Um, <laughs> not like grimaces isn't like he's upset by that, but like you know when you hear someone say something and you're like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Yikes. Yeah. yeah, I'll tree you here yes. now. You're like, oh. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm worried for a moment, like, does she, does she know? Does she fucking I know? No, she knows. Mm. And I've learned my lesson about telling people. <laughs> yes? Have you? <laughs> I don't think you did that time. I think that you were stupid. It was that time I did it for fun, but... Uh, oh, my God. These people are a little nicer. Uh, you're, you're all giving me faces now. Is it not, is this not to your taste, the, the breakfast? No, oh, it's lovely. No. Ariato shoves a piece of bacon in her mouth. Could <laughs> you some salt? Oh, sure. You, happily, one second. Do you want me to get you some salt? <gasps> oh, would you be a darling? Uh, she goes over, she brings some back and says, Say when? 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 All right. Please. She didn't ask you. <laughs> oh, more? Volio, you're going to die. <laughs> this bit can't go on forever, Ritzfer. <laughs> then. Okay. She's like, all right. There's a fucking mountain of it now. Rory <laughs> looks fucking disgusted. <laughs> Ariado is uh, intrigued yet terrified. 
<laughs> Never do that, Ariado. You'll die of sodium poisoning. Volio, Volio right. takes it takes like a slice of potato that's like just covered in a small little mountain of uh, more and, salt than potato. Uh, salt, and he just he, he puts it in his mouth. <laughs> As he chews, you hear because there's so much fucking salt. Um, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so about Ella's incoming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How have you guys been doing in the last hundred years? Oh, you know, it's been difficult, but it's will he'll be grand, like I said. Times are leaner, so you do but... not have a. Hmm? So you do not have a much contact with uh... the rest of the, Not really. No, mostly Matt and Cleves are own like us, our particular community. Isn't that right, Ungren? I already said we only going down Matt and Cleves now, and is a. If we are uh, looking down to have this, you know, to be of trading and stuff, but other than that, we're actually only family. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, it does make a lot of sense to me, at least. Um, but uh, I hate to be the bad, bad news, and I suppose it could be true that he is just gone. But uh, everyone is pretty much on the same page that Eldin is dead. Ah, no, he's not. Well, I tried. <laughs> she goes back to eating his salt. <laughs> I know. I know now, uh, you, uh, human folk, uh, and you, sir, um, <laughs> are of the opinion that, uh, Lord Aridan's, you know, passed into the great beyond. But us Shilni just simply don't think that's true. Oh. Sure, how could he abandon us? Like, he'll be back soon. We just have to wait. Fair enough. Mm. Good luck with that. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, it would be good if he came back. I'm not saying it would be a bad thing or anything. It's not a matter of if, uh, uh, young sir. It's a matter of when. You just have to be patient, and it might not be in our lifetimes, but someday down the road, we're confident that Mr. Arden will come back and deliver us ba- from evil, as it were. I would love to live through his death and rebirth. That would be interesting. You this is all so fun old. games, but you three know that's this is the fucking saddest thing you've oh, ever. Oh no, heard. yeah, this is fully is completely like this, this guy's is, fucking This is dead. like a, this is like a, this is this is a breakfast with like the entire like everybody, right? Yes, everyone's here. Rari looks at his family and just just looks at them. <laughs> they're just having fun eating. They're having a they're oh, having okay. a full conversation with uh, Ungren, the the tech accent one. Oh, How? How? They're old. Old people can talk about anything at any time. Mm. Uh, I, I think eventually um, the professor kind of clears his throat and he's like, All right, everyone, we've had our breakfast. Let's hit it in Matt and Cleve now, shall we? All right. Uh, so do you guys want to pack up and start heading down to Matt and Cleve? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you get into the wagons, the slurks guide you, and after a little bit of trundling, and so you enter into the town of Mattencleave. It's... Okay, so calling it a town is a stretch. Um... Mm-hmm. It is very much so, uh... How do you describe Mattencleave? Um... 
it's more like a village with like six or seven houses here. Like you see a church, you see a bank, uh, you see like two shops, uh, and mostly it's fields and a mayor's house. Huh. And at first that's weird to you, but then you remember what you've been told by the Shuni is that Mountain Cleave, the town, is actually more of a meeting point. The village has like several storehouses, a good Wainwright, right, two blacksmiths, uh, a few shops, and a nice inn and a tavern called the Sea Clover. It's less actually um, a town as it is a meeting place uh, for the farmlands in the general vicinity. So there's about like, there's probably like a few hundred farms. This is like, the population is officially 2,000, but you can see there aren't any actual homes in the town itself. So most of these other places must be the farmlands which surround a place. Um, it is kind of picturesque, all things considered. It looks like a postcard from like uh, a like a rural Irish or like no, it's more of a rural Welsh look. I think. Mm-hmm. I definitely um, know what that means. <laughs> if you look up rural Welsh uh, village, I'm sure you'll get some nice pictures that tell you what you need to know. You know what this place reminds me of? Hmm? Um, you know how when you go to, like, I don't know how to describe it. When you go to somewhere and you you enter, like, a small, like, town or something, and you can tell that it's only there for, like, tourism? Mm-hmm. Or, like, a specific thing, and it's, like, empty, and you know that, like, hardly anyone lives there. It feels like that. It's kind of like that, except instead of being for tourism, it is literally just a meeting point for the government area of these few villages, or these few uh, farmlands. Yeah. So, I mean, you'll this is still a place worth performing at. You will pull in a crowd. It's just a lot more decentralized, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's charming. I think uh, as you're pulling in, I think the Shuni kind of like uh, are, you know, excitedly chatting with each other. Um, the other circus acts are kind of looking around. Uh, and uh, when you stop, I think the professor kind of uh, pulls out of his wagon and he approaches you all and says, So, setting up here, uh, do you three want to go talk to the mayor and um, see how we can do for getting set up? And if there is anything that you guys need to do on your whole quest stuff, feel free. Oh, I that's don't know. true. I don't know if you need to stock up or anything, but uh, if you do, feel free. Oh, yes, of course. There's, and he looks around, and he kind of squints like, there's at least one store here, I think. Maybe. Um, there tend to be at least one store so that people can obtain things, but it usually, if, it's a, if it's a village this tiny, it's probably just the one. So. In a panic, in a fucking panic, Volio looks to see if he can see the store. Uh, do you want to roll me a perception check? Yes. That's a 15 plus 13. That is 28. So the this thing, you actually do see a little shop uh, up on top of a hill, uh, looking lonely and say? a little bit out of place. Uh, a little shop that reads on the front, Girding Gold Pockets, Gold Pockets Emporium, established Stop. in 4719, where adventure goes, we follow. She can't be here! Volio, did you find something? She's followed us again. She's not human, right? Like, we're under this impression. She's not human. That she's How? like, that she's something else. 
I don't fucking know, and I think she is haunting us. I don't think she's dead. What else could be? No one goes in there. Are we dead? Is this purgatory? I don't think that we're dead. How is it possible, then? If we were dead, <laughs> I could not be this fabulous. Ariado goes to Beelzebub and she's like, hey, can you pinch me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Pinch. We're not dead. Are you all right? Well, that's What's good news. What's the fuck? No, no, there's just a shopkeep that keeps popping up every town that we're in. Um, <laughs> I think Esme comes up and also pinches you. Did that work? Yeah, could you could you feel could you feel me? Could you feel that yeah, I was alive? I, I sure can. You're corporeal, how hot, yeah. How hot is my skin? Uh, oh my god, are you okay? Yeah, we're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Serena comes around. She's like, wait, how hot is what skin? What's going on? <laughs> Ariana just puts a hand out. Oh, my God. Are you OK? Fire like Oracle. Ah, uh, they all kind of like, nodding, like, OK, OK, OK. Ariana <laughs> has a constant fever. She doesn't have a fever. She just has a high temperature. It's normal. Yep, a magic fever. I, I, I think- am a living matchstick. I think Serena uh, grins and she's like, I guess you could say she's really hot stuff. And she's like, kind of holds a smile for a second. Then she goes beat red and says, sorry, sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. That's actually the first that I've heard of that. That's that's pretty good. (laughs) Keep your day job, Speedy. (laughs) It's it's my day job. Oh, anyway. (laughs) Um... My theory on Gertie Goldpockets is that she's some sort of fae. That would make sense. How the fuck else does she... Because it's not just that she's following us. Following us, It's that she and her store are following us. The entire thing is getting up and fucking moving. And I have no idea how that's happening. So I'm assuming it's Wait. the fae. It could be a mirage. Should we go in? Yes, we should go in. We need to. Uh, I think Lilium, uh, the uh, Kitsune girl, she kind of comes up and says, Is something the matter? There seems to be a lot of panicking going on over here. It's not panicking. We are being stalked. A little bit. A little bit weird. <laughs> did I, I hear the word fey? Yes, you did. Yes. yes. Probably. Fey in disguise? I it think so. I don't know what that means. Well,. Maybe you should consider taking some cold iron. If whoever you're worried is a fae is a fae, <gasps> they won't like the cold iron at all, right? It's something they're allergic oh. to. Oh, you're yeah, correct. We must poison her. We're not poisoning we're her. We're not going to poison her. <laughs> she keeps uh, following us. She, uh, fucking Lillian was like, had a hand on her hip ready to take out a flask. And she's like, oh, okay. No, no, not- no, no. Hold on. Uh, I'm listening. No. No, poise, Volio. <laughs> Look at me. I am looking directly into your beautiful, beautiful eyes. No poisoning and no murder. Killing and killing. Odd body. You too. No murder. Pain. Odd body. Which angel should I listen to? The one with the nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> so hard to distinguish. <laughs> Ew. But I don't want to think about that for too long. Um, <laughs> no, 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 odd body with an ass. 
Uh, Ariado goes to Burley and she's like, okay, so what what would you call any creature that is the ability to follow people with like with a building? Uh, I think uh, Braylon looks up at you with, like he's like in the middle of going through a book and he bites his lip and I think he's like starts flicking through and says, huh, you're saying a building's following you? Uh, and the person in the building. Yes. Um, I mean, it could be a house hunter. A house hunter? Yeah. I love that show. Um, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Well, no, house hunters, they're like mimics, except they are houses. <gasps> Do you think she's part of the house? It's, <gasps> it's like an anglerfish. She's I mean, just the bit that shines. She's never heard us and doesn't seem to want to. But she's also never left the house. <laughs> No, she has once. She has oh, yeah, once. She has once. She has once. Okay. Um. Oh. She might. She might be. Ah, uh, gosh. I'd have to know more, really. Um. So she can. Do you want to come with us? You can come with us. Go into the store. Study your targets. Sure. Okay. Cool. It's yeah. Like um. You. If the if a break if a fight breaks out, you're gonna protect me, right? Oh yeah, if a fight breaks out and anything comes within five feet of you, I'm going to rip them apart. Don't worry. Uh, okay, sure, sounds good. Yeah, she's just, uh, yeah. When we head off. We can leave now, there's not really much to do because we've just eaten. Yes. Yeah, we can go now. Okay. This is more blessings in the mayor. <laughs> okay. We can go to the mayor afterwards. The mayor can fucking wait. <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys head down to, well, in this case, head up. You're going up a hill. Head up uh, down the road to Gertie Goldpockets Gold Pockets Emporium. Um, and you kind of like, cling, cling, the door open. And I have to turn. Slam it open. You fucking go, 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 the door open. Um, and you guys enter into Gold, Gertie Goldpockets Gold Pockets Emporium. And uh, it was established in 4719, where adventure goes, we follow. Um, and Gertie Goldpocket looks up, and she's like, Oh, you guys are back! Hi! Back! Wait, 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 hold on. Uh-huh. You came, like, the other day. What city are you in? Oh, I forget. How do you pronounce it? Um... No, 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 no. What city? Can you spell it? Yeah. It's, and I think, uh, Brillen says, we're in Matt and Cleve. It's like, Matt and Cleve, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He fucking hits Brillen upside the head. <laughs> hey. My dear, Gertie and is doing the, doing the thing. I'm so upset. Uh-huh. You guys left, uh, Carrick really quickly, huh? And how did you get here? Why do you keep showing up in every single town that we well, that we go to? I'm not upset, of course. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a small island, I guess. Um, Man Cleave isn't that yeah. far from Carrick. Uh, I told you I was franchising. How are you bringing your... Well, yes, but how are you bringing the entire perfect same setup of your shop and bringing it to every single store. Everything looks the exact same. I remember that pencil being in the same fucking place. Mm, okay, so <laughs> now I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Uh, this isn't actually the same store. I just arrange things to look the exact same every time, just in case. Gertie? 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 What? Yes. What? 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 Gertie? What? 
he, he, he like puts both his hands on the table and he like leans really close and he's like, good okay. to me. I know, I know you are using magic. I'm, I know you're doing yes, it. It's, you're it's, using I'm, magic it's ma- and you're lying to it's us. It's a magic shop. No, I'm not lying. I tell you at this point you hear, and you see Braylon has pulled a knife out and he stabbed the wall and he's, he looks over to her and she hasn't flinched. He's like, huh, oh, okay, not a house hunter. And she's like, er, Stab her next. Hey, 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 wait we're a minute. Not Stop it. Hold on, am I being robbed? Is this a robbery? No, no, no we're no, not no. robbing They're you. just trying to see if you'll fit, don't worry. I think Braylon's like, ha ha, and he pulls out a piece of like a coin of cold, cold iron and puts it on her hand and she doesn't even flinch. She's like, what? What's a fuck? What's a fuck? Well, that's one very out the fucking window. I'm just a shopkeeper. I really don't understand. Really? How many sisters do you have that have the same name? <laughs> in appearance. I, I don't have any siblings. It's just me and my family. Cousins. Okay. Gertie? Mm-hmm. None. Sorry. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-huh. You cannot lie to me. Uh-huh. Even if you try, I will know. Okay. This shop. Mm-hmm. Do you have bases in every city that lead to the same building? What? No. It's... Is she lying? Uh, well, you'd have to roll me a deception check. That's a 12 plus 15, that's 27. No, she genuinely seems to be telling the truth. Gertie, what are you selling today? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> and she, she uh, pulls out a little booklet and starts flicking through it. Um. Oh, it hurts. She's just no. I generally don't get it. She's just a normal shopkeeper. She's not. She is not a normal shopkeep. This is like the part in Howl's Moving Castle where they have like a dial next to the door that lets that that, that makes the outside location different. It's like a portal. Also, Derry, whenever you introduce someone who you say is a normal person and then they do fantastical things like this, they are not a normal person. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but this is the exception. Shut up. Curdy's level 20. You're right. Curdy's level 20 mythic. <laughs> I'm calling it. Uh, let me see, because like, a lot of these things uh, you would have gotten last time, uh, you would have seen last time. I haven't really restocked. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, let me see if there's anything of particular note you might like. Um... Let me see. And she starts, like, ru- like rooting through uh, some of her stuff. We've got a maestro's instrument, if you want to play music real good. Uh, we got a broom of flying. It's expensive, but it lets you fly, which is real neat. Um, let me see. We've got the lover's gloves. Uh, very fun if you are in a, you know, a relationship with someone. Are any of you with relations with anyone? She tucks her hair behind her ear. Not officially. No. Officially? Who are you talking to? Tons of people, though. (laughs) Many, many people. Well, in that case, there's also the Hat of the Magi. Um, It lets you cast Summon Elemental once per day. Very cool. And also, it's kind of stylish. She picks up, it's like a wizard's hat. (laughs) Or the Necklace of Fireballs to throw out some fireballs at people. Um, I'm interested in this fucking fantasy thingy, any tool. Oh, the Traveler's any tool? 
Yeah. She kind of comes over and says, "Look at this thing. See, it looks like just a regular little, uh, little." Uh, cube thing, but if you actually tap on this side and she does, a little corkscrew comes out. And look, if you turn it this way, she flicks out a knife from it and she flicks it back in. She flicks out a lockpick. She flicks out some fucking alchemy tools. Oh, how delightful. Basically, if you, so long as you have this, you'll always be able to use stuff you need tools to use. Like, even there's like a little repair kit. She kind of like pulls out a handkerchief (sighs) for like polishing. Um, and uh, that comes out for a low, low price of 200 gold. Wow, that's a steal. Mmm. I look at Volio's 201 gold. <laughs> Please. That's too, it's too much. <laughs> oh. She's like, um, well, you know, Volio, something else I think you might be interested in is the bottled air. Um, it's, and she oh. pulls out a little bottle, and it's just empty. And says, uh, this is, a, I know this looks like a scam, I promise. But it's not. It's actually really useful. Um, see, when you open it, and she kind of opens it and inhales, uh, and then she closes her mouth, and she just sto- stops there and stops breathing for a few minutes. And then she exhales. It's like, you can survive off a, a puff of bottled air for uh, minutes at a time. Uh, basically, that'll be helpful if you want to, like, swim, or if you're in, like, somewhere with a swamp with poison gas. Um, it's really, really helpful. Um, and that'll be, like, the, the cheap price of 320 gold. You might really like it. Damn, that's crazy. I'll take the any tool. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would get it, but I'm looking at this. And then she points at, at another fucking Aeons. <laughs> oh, another one. <laughs> Which one is it this time? I'm looking at this one. And she points at the agate ellipsoid aeon stone. I think she kind of looks and says, Oh, okay, this thing. Um, this is a really nice one. And she kind of picks it up and it floats around her finger. Uh, when you use this, it'll actually give you uh, the ability to cast augury. Um, which means that uh, you can basically tell the future and whether you're about to do something stupid or not, which is very useful to adventurers or people who are thinking of coming to a shop and threatening shopkeepers with accusations of being a monster. I have never threatened you. I have never threatened you ever. Or leaving a big hole in my wall over there. I didn't do that. Braille looks so fucking embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would be uh, 130 gold if you wanted to buy that. Sure. Um, and Rayari is like, here you go. And she picks up 130 gold out of her bag and places it in Gertie's hand, all flirty like. <laughs> flirty with Gertie. Flirty Gertie. <laughs> I literally was thinking the exact fucking same. Um, what about you, Ariato? Is there anything you'd like to buy? Hmm. What's up with the mistletoe? The mistletoe, let me see. Uh, and she kind of like uh, rummages a little bit. So this is primeval mistletoe. Um, basically, uh, it doesn't ever uh, rot or wilt. It'll always be vibrant. Um, and once every 10 minutes, you can actually um, squeeze out the juice from it, from the, uh, the berry onto a club and, uh, or a staff, if you have a staff. Uh, I think you have a staff there on your back. 
It's a trident. You know, it'll probably work too. Steph, like. Well, it would it would kind of work with like a non. It, you could cast Shilia on like a club or a staff if you squeeze juice. But more impressively, you could actually uh, take the string. Uh, you could t- twine a sprig around the wrist of one of your hands and touch a tree, and then you could actually cast tree shape on yourself. Except instead of becoming a tree, you become a vine on the tree you just touched. Huh. Hmm, pretty cool. It can last for up to eight hours if you're trying to stay stealthy out in the wilds, you know? You'd still be able... When you cast tree, uh, tree shape on yourself, you can still observe everything around you. Um, but no one's going to take anything because you're a tree. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. You're not wrong, we wouldn't. Yeah, basically it's a it's a magic piece of mistletoe that you can squeeze onto a staff to make it uh, really powerful, but more impressively, it can turn you into a tree. City is fairly impressive. It could help with stealth. It that could also help fun. with a performance sometime. Yes. <laughs> it's a little different it's to what she normally does. <laughs> we'll just put a tree in the middle of the perf- in the middle of the stage. Just have just have a vine like hanging from the top of the big top, and then I and then for for a, like a move, I just drop down in the middle. <laughs> just, just show up, please. <laughs> I think that um, would be good. That'd be funny. I'll take it. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, that's gonna cost you. Uh, the low, low price of 230 gold. Um, I will say that if you treat it nicely enough, uh, later on, you could come and I would be able to upgrade it to a greater form, which will, uh, help you, like, with healing and stuff, which is always very nice. Slams the money down on the desk. Done! (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so that's 230 gold. Very nice. Uh, and she's like, uh, will that be everything, uh, Mr... I don't think we've met. She looks at Braylon, and he kind of gives a sheepish smile, like, nah, I'm good, thank you, sorry. Let's go. Let's let's go, guys. Now. Uh, uh, yes, okay. you want to leave? Yeah. Okay. She's fucking giving him, like, a dead stare. <laughs> He's fine. Thank mm. Thank you very much. Come back again soon, and don't, don't stab my house next time. I also live here. I swear to God, Gertie, if we go to another town and you're there, I'll flip my fucking lid. Where are you guys headed next? Just so... We're not telling you. Well, you're probably going to run into one of my my, uh, shops because I've kind of got them all over the place. Fair enough. Gertie? Yeah? The probability of you being in the shop was a normal probability. You will be there. I know you will. I know that you will be there. But the probability in real life of you being there is fucking none. I, I'm moving around. I'm going in a circuit. Oh yeah? yeah. Where are you headed next? I don't know. I might change my mind. No. What, what are you planning right now? Uh. I want to know. Casting Lee. Yes. I'll keep that in mind. Okay. Well, I might not go there. I don't know. Okay, bye, Gertie. <laughs> and so you leave uh, Gertie Gold Pockets and Gold Pockets Emporium. And you are outside now on the streets, uh, the quiet streets of uh, Matt and Cleave. And poor, sweet uh, Braylon looks so fucking embarrassed. Get anything from that, Braylon? 
Alice, I don't know what to tell you. I'm pretty sure she's human. What the fuck? How? There is no way. I mean, it... It might just be really weird luck. There's no fucking way it's weird luck. I don't know. You'd have to have that... The way that she has that luck is if she was personally touched by Desna. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's a ting. Does Desna like shopkeepers? They like to travel around. They know that. Desna's like to travel. Well, maybe that's it. I don't know. She's not traveling. She's not traveling. I don't know. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe she's... Either she's got some high-level stuff, like, you know... Somehow pulling like a world transporting mega illusion type stuff, or she really is just playing it by ear, or maybe she is following you. I don't know. It has to be it. She must be casting some high level shit. She's. She's just a. Sh- maybe, maybe she's a. Go- maybe she is Desna. Maybe she is actually Desna. I don't know. I don't think she's actually Desna. Well, I don't know. I'm just super embarrassed because I stabbed her wall and then touched her I'm hand with a coin. I'm sorry. Well, you also uh, gave her location of it, so thank you for that. Why well, was I supposed to know that was supposed to be secret? Raylan, we'll see you back at the camp, okay? Yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that, guys. I'll, Go home, Raylan. I'll, I'll, it's okay. I'll see you guys soon, okay? Okay. Well, don't fuck up again. Raylan walks. Hey. <laughs> Verlin walks home with his tail between his legs, and you guys, <laughs> you guys are left with a, um, well, you know what? Sure, fine. I fucking guess. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we will never figure that out, so let's just head to the mail, yes? That's a spread, yeah. Yes. Uh, you leave the mystery of Gertie Gold Pocket for a moment. We're, we're coming back to it someday. Sure. Uh, would it be fucked up if, it, I, if there literally was nothing going on? I know that there's nothing going on. There's no way that you've... You, you, I know that this is like a throwaway NPC. That's just a shopkeep. And this is all a bit. I know this. <laughs> and it kills me. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice will roll. Just a few quick announcements today, everyone. Um, first off, I want to apologize for... Uh, promised episode zero of extinction curse not getting up uh, this week like it was promised unfortunately we had a little bit of a mishap with some of the files so they're gonna be delayed indefinitely and i'm super sorry about that we're gonna try to figure out a different way to make it up to y'all uh but for the moment we've got some other stuff coming up this week that we hope you're gonna like tomorrow tuesday uh we are going to be taking part in an interview uh we're going to be guest starring on lud life which is a uh, little talk show run by level up dice Level Up Dice are a luxury dice manufacturer. Uh, they make all sorts of cool stuff like semi-precious stone dice or um, glyphic ones or all like even ones made of bone. Um, but most importantly, recently they started a Kickstarter to make custom dice based on your character sheets. You send them a character sheet and some money, obviously, and they send you a set of dice uh, based on your character, based on the character's color scheme, based on the character's weapons, based on their class, etc., etc. Uh, we actually got a set of these dice for Ritz uh, with a custom set of Volio dice. And we'll be showing those off and talking about it tomorrow at 3pm EST for about half an hour on uh, their Twitch, levelup underscore TTV. 
Uh, that's levelup underscore TTV. Uh, we'll make sure to link it around on our socials and you guys can come check it out and see what it's all about. On top of that, we're also going to be guest starring in a different medium. Uh, this Friday, uh, you might know the No Direction podcast. They are a uh, podcast of people who do all sorts of stuff about uh, Pathfinder. And we are going to having a guest spot on their blog. Uh, no Direction's Bend the Knee blogs, where they usually get people from the TTRPG industry to ask a few cool questions about teamed topics. Uh, some groups still ask about favorite characters. Some groups still ask about setting expectations. Uh, for us, we have a very special question. I'm not going to spoil it yet, but it's a really cool one. And hopefully you're going to be interested in reading all about it. Uh, you will be able to find that at nodirectionpodcast.com uh, slash articles slash bend the knee. Uh, again, we'll be linking that around, so hopefully you guys give that a read. That is all for now, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back with a really awesome episode next week. And uh, yeah, as always, keep it rolling, gang. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. The Room Where It Happened is an actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with friends. Currently, we're exploring a world called Bleed, a sci-fi setting pulling elements from westerns and setting a space version of our home of Appalachia. It's a place still recovering from conflict, where resources and labor are less exports and more things to be taken for the more prosperous parts of the galaxy, with little thought given to those it is taken from. The Bleed is a place where people find strength in each other and do what is needed to make ends meet, whether or not the means are strictly legal. It's a place where the objects of work and war are beginning to wake up and decide to take their destiny into their own metaphorical hands. So join us as we follow a found family as they search for that next job and maybe something a little deeper too. You can find new episodes every Monday on Spotify or your podcatcher of choice. Just search for The Room Where It Happened and check us out on Twitter at RoomWherePod. We now return to Dice Will Roll. You guys uh, make your way uh, to the mayor's house, which is not particularly big. You're kind of let in pretty quickly. Uh, it, it's reminiscent of the mayor's place from Animal Crossing Wild World. Not particularly big. It's not as spacious as New Leaf by any means. It's kind of cramped, but it's homely, you know? Uh, there's a secretary, an elven woman, who is kind of chewing on a uh, blade of grass as you enter. And she kind of looks up and uh, looks at you all and says, You must be the Circus of Wayward Wonders. How could you tell? Mm-hmm. Lucky guess. <laughs> um, would you like me to uh, get the mayor for you? Yes, please. All right. Uh, give me just a moment. Uh, she kind of uh, 
dips into the back for a moment, uh, and then she opens uh, a little bar, letting you behind the desk, and says, "Just this way. Uh, the mayor is off there behind the uh, behind her desk." All right. Thank you. Uh, you kind of go over, and uh, there she is. Uh, she is a half orc woman in her mid forties, uh, and milf. Yes. Okay. She's Come a milf. Over. Fine. She's got the biggest fucking honker of a donkers you've ever seen. Are you happy? <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's got heavy eyelids and a beautiful southern accent. What else do you want? Give me more, I'll fucking throw it in, I fucking guess. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm sure. No, we're good. That's fine. That, that's, that's good. good. That's good. <laughs> uh, she's kind of like, uh, she looks up uh, from like a um, hot cup of tea. And I think she's like, well, howdy, y'all. Hello there. Y'all must be the uh, Circus of Wayward Wonders I heard so much talk on about. We are. Mm-hmm. It's a very same pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet y'all as well. And my name's uh, Mayor uh, Marta Lyshari. Uh Mr. Vandy's uh, given us an in- uh, has already uh, set up an introduction. He sent me this, ma- this fine letter telling you us about what good you did for the town already and how much people are feeling great. And y- y'all, I-, I reckon the people here in Matt and Cleve would be uh, more than thrilled to, uh, to meet with y'all uh, to come to your show. Well, perfect. That's good to hear, at least. Uh, so, let's, shall we, uh, shall we get the business and uh, just figure out how uh, stocking up's gonna be? Uh, Mr. Vandy's already paid most of the expenses. Uh, he was real keen on uh, supporting you the whole way through your uh, ventures in the Swordlands. And... Oh, what a king. Uh, we already had some people coming over from uh, Carrick, uh, traveling up uh, beforehand, arrived just yesterday, uh, raving about one uh, Miss Stan Sansarnax. <laughs> it's Royari Sansarnax. They, yeah, but they were saying your first name was Stan. No, that's just the word they've come up with for fan. I think it's a thing with the children these days. Oh, those youngins, those those young teens. Uh, that would that would make a rat mouse. So how do I use this word, rat? Like saying you stand something like. And Lashari is like so. So it's like Stan, 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 Sans. How? how Give me, a, give me an example of how you're supposed to say it. Stan Royari. Stan Royari. Okay. Well, uh... Whenever he does something very cool and sexy, uh, you must say it. All right. So it's... Okay, cool. I, I understand now. That was really Stan of you. Perfect. Now you're getting yes. it. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Anyway. you're definitely <laughs> understanding it. Uh, Mayor Sherry kind of, uh, smiles vacantly. She's... She seems like a lovely woman. But my god, there is nothing going on behind those eyes. There's, there's <laughs> just nothing. She knows how to farm, and so she you're knows saying how she's to... not a milf. You're saying she's not a milf. She is a bimbo. Oh, she is a milf. She is a milf. She's oh, a I know, milf. I'm just fucking uh, with you. Herbo milf. She's a herbo milf. A herbo turbo milf. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. But she, she's just generally a real sweetheart, and you get a feeling that she's elected on personality alone. She's like, uh, I reckon that uh, it should be real easy to promote. Did y'all want to buy, buy any flyers, by the way? Because uh, we got stationery down here, and uh, we could even put up a big billboard. 
Oh, that would be wonderful. People passing through the town uh, all the time, so maybe it'd be a good chance for y'all to get a, uh, you know, a doggone uh, sign up telling people to stay a while. Yes, yes. Uh, more importantly, though, um, is there a uh, good place to set up that won't uh, get in the way of any of your farmers? Uh, yeah, so actually, um, so a lot of the land here is belong to other farmers already. You know, this land doesn't belong to uh, the government because the government don't really own nothing around here. It's mostly just, you know, for the people, by the people, through the people, you know? Um, yes, yes. That being said, I wouldn't mind y'all camping out uh, on some of the property I own, um, not too far from here. Uh, I got a winter vegetables farm. Uh, it's not winter right now. So uh, you can you can s- uh, sit up there. There's a little farmhouse. Uh, feel free to make yourselves a home while you're there. And uh, if there's anything else y'all need, feel free to come give me a shout. I'll come by and take care of y'all. Oh, how very beautiful of you. Thank you so That's much. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Anything to help out some, uh, some visitors to our lovely little town. How are you liking it so far, by the way? Very green. It's very nice. Very quaint. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's been greener, I'll say that much. Uh, but, you know, it's just another tough summer. At least we're getting into it now. Uh... Actually, I have a question for you. Um, that little shop, uh, Gertie's Gold Pockets. Gazunhat? What? Excuse me? He fucking looks at Ariari and Ariato. Uh, my question is, there is there a store in this, like, like a shop in this town called Gertie Gold Pockets? Gold import? Something like that? Uh, well, I'll be honest, fellas. As far as I know, the only shop around here... Uh, in the town itself, closed down a few months back because uh, on account of the land not being too great and most people being able to make stuff back home themselves. All right, thank you. I mean, it's entirely possible someone <laughs> bought up the old shack, but it must have been real recent. Is everything all right? Do you need to uh, put in a, a complaint or something? No, no everything's fine. I Don't think worry. It's fine. We just saw a store that we thought we recognized. All right. Well, uh, maybe maybe they're franchising. I swear to God, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's anything else y'all need, give me a shout. Um, thank y'all for coming by to set stuff up, and I hope y'all do real well. If you need anything, like I said, I'll be down in a hurry to give y'all a hand. It's my duty as uh, the mom of this little town. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, I love her. You will. So do you guys head back down to uh, get set up and figure out what's next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. Uh, I think you get back, and uh, just as you're getting back, uh, you see that uh, the Shuni farmers are preparing to leave. Are you heading out? Must you part so early? I think um, Mrs. Bigmore uh, kind of glances at you all as you're coming by, and she's like, Oh, well, just in time. I was worried we were going to leave without saying goodbye to you. Oh, I could never imagine. So, please, yes, let us say our goodbyes. Now, I think she kind of waddles up to you all and she's like, "Now, I'm really, uh, really can't thank you enough for saving us back there, and you did a good job in taking care of that nasty haunting down in uh, Old Kuru's place. And I can tell you're all very good souls, and I'm really glad we were able to meet." Uh, We'll be t- making sure to tell all our family and friends to come down from Fenry to see uh, see your performance. What day is your performance going to be at? 
likely be on Saturday, like it usually is. That's Fantasy Saturday. Yes. Yes. It is. You are so talented. Well, yeah, no, uh, we'll make sure to tell all our friends and family. Isn't that rock, fellas? And here, I'll show you. Sure, yeah, like I said, uh, we'll make sure to tell all the family and friends. Uh, you make sure to use that shovel that we gave you. I don't know how it'll be helpful, but maybe, maybe you'll figure out something to do. And, uh, one more thing, by the way. Something, uh, just, uh, I, I don't know if you've heard any rumors about another shuni around these parts. Another shuni? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, sure. My cousin, uh, Boorloo, uh, mm-hmm. he's a gravedigger in Caston Lee. He's a mighty, mighty good gravedigger, but really his talents are in his singing. There's, uh, I've seen it myself, and sure, is he not able to f- uh, raise the dead with his singing? Something spectacular to see indeed. Quick little, te- you know, quick uh, opera note or two, and uh, suddenly we've got a whole flock of ghosts coming out, uh, singing along with him. Uh, if you ever do Ooh. go down past Casson Lee, I'd say he'd be a fine fit for this here circus. Well, thank you. Ooh. I think so, too. That's so fucking metal. That is pretty yeah, metal. Sure. And you, listen, tell him that I said, uh, I said I'd, uh, that what you'd done for me, you know? I'm sure he's a, he's a good family man, even if he lives so far away. And uh, he'll, he'll appreciate that. Give him a bit of uh, mm-hmm. something to do, you know? Yes. Now. Of course. We'll be on our way. Thank you so much, lads. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday, shall we? Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Stay safe. Don't get attacked again. Ah, uh, we won't. There's nothing out here uh, between here and Matt Cle- uh, and Fenry. Stay safe. You hear uh, Gordo being like, ah, yeah, sure. There's only like uh, more bullets. There's uh, there's fey creatures. You got bandits. You got... And as he's been, uh, they're carting away. You're left <laughs> on your own. Uh, ready for a few shooting to come down. You've already uh, basically got some extra people. Mm, I hope they don't die. I think it better I not. Hope so too. At least they get into heaven for free. Does the dog die.com for dice or roll? Please. <laughs> uh, so, what do you guys want to do? Uh, because you could start prepping for the circus show. You could start investigating about this apparent tower. Chase after the shooting group. Volio wants to set up the circus. Okay. That's what he wants to do. So, we could. That makes sense. We could uh, get the downtime set up. Uh, there's probably not as much you're going to need to do. You could look and see if there had been any more debts in the area, um, but you didn't have any like confirmed ones here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could certainly go investigating, but other than that, mostly it would just be prepping, buying stuff for the circus, uh, upgrades, uh, assigning training to people to get them more, uh, you know, nice and strong. Whatever you guys need. I know that Rayari wants to be more chill than not today because they're kind of still pretty exhausted. Yeah, you've, but, you've got the fatigue condition still. That nightmare shook you up. No one can tell because they're really good at makeup. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, today, what do you guys want to do? It is right now Moon Day. That's Fancy Monday, uh, just FYI. God, you told me. Um, that changes my answer. Um, well, he was, he's, he's pretty, like, um, he's, he's full of energy, so he's, he, he, to the others, he's like, well, uh, you can help me, or you can do what you want, but I will be setting up the circus today. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I think that, that's fine. I'm a little tired, so I don't know how much help I'll be, but I will. 
<laughs> I mean, you could order in some stuff uh, or the sh- uh, show itself if you liked. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, because there is stuff you can buy. You made a nice amount of money before. I spent it all on a cube. <laughs> Not just that. I mean, like, the Ooh. circus itself made, like, 30 gold in one performance, which is real nice. Um, so day one, if you want, setting up the circus can just be buying stuff. Sure. Um, okay. So some of the stuff you can buy, uh, just, like, in a list out a few cool things. Uh, you can afford a whole-ass acoustics ting, uh, which would give any ch- mm. uh, checks and, like, any s- tricks that involve the audience or are musical a plus one, which is very nice. And you would be able to start hiring a band leader start doing music for your circus. Mm. Um, you could look at getting safety nets and padded flooring, which is nice for those tricks that, you know, could hurt a lot. You're not sure you can uh, afford it yet, but something you can get is a magic infuser. Um, it's a little mm-hmm. arcane trinket that makes magic spells way more flashy and visual, which is, of course... Oh, we love that. Always lovely, yeah. <laughs> uh, seating is good. Seating is always good. It'll give you more excitement at the start of the show. However, it will also reduce the anticipation you can get um, because there's less space in the place itself because you've used up that space for seats. Uh, you've got your spotlights already. Uh, you don't really need another tent expansion yet. You're not even sure you can get one yet. Um, like, it's a little... You got one last week, you know? You could get watermark tickets, which is real nice. It makes forgery diffi- uh, less difficult. Or sorry, more difficult for people to mm-hmm. do, which means that you won't have people sneaking in, uh, which means that your payout will be higher every week. Um, the professor good. said he wanted a helter-skelter. That is true. We have How to get the professor whatever he wants. But it is also a little bit we expensive. Do. Yeah, it's 40 gold. Okay, other than that, though, you can get a drum kit, so when people are, like, building hype, you can actually have a straight-up drum roll, which is always great. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, then there's stuff you can go- just get for each show, like beer, confectionery, uh, disposable monoculars, merchandise. Um... Merchandise basically uh, will give you extra anticipation uh, next time, depending on how much you made this time. Uh, beer just gives you free anticipation on the spot. Uh, confections gives you free excitement. And disposable binoculars means that it doesn't matter how big your tent is, you will have no max anticipation. It will be able to rise and rise and rise and rise, which is really good. Mm. So is there anything there that you guys would like to spend money on? You have 32 gold in the in the circus bank account. Well, I can help because Rari has a lot of gold. You're out of confession too, and I know that she wanted to get like confectionaries this time instead of <laughs> That would be Folio gives one gold. <laughs> Your only gold that you have left. Yeah. Uh, so Ariadna, do you want to buy some confectionery today? You know what? Fuck it. She's going for she's going both sugar and beer. Let's do it. Oh fuck yeah! Okay, sure. Uh, so I want you to roll me four d six, two at a time. Uh, so 2d6 twice? Yes, basically. (sighs) I have 8 and 7. Okay, so you have 8 anticipation, uh, because when people see, uh, like, I think people hear that, by the way, the circus is buying a beer from the local, uh, inn, you head into, uh, the tavern, Sea of Clover, um... And you just buy up, like, uh, some, like, you you pay in advance and say, we want some beer at this tank. Can you stockpile that for us? 
and uh, the halfling tavern keeper is like, aha! And people are like, oh my <laughs> god, beer? At the circus? Revolutionary. Um, <laughs> so people are already getting pretty excited. Um, and then you have like a load of people as well who are like, uh, when they hear that you're buying candy, you like, they're, it's ca- like old time candy because these are old times, uh, but like, yeah. get lemon sherbets and like uh, licorice twist. Taffy, taffy, taffy. of course. Uh, wine gums. You guys ever have wine gums? Ah, good shit. Um, it's old person candy, but this is fresh and new to these people. So a lot of them straight up haven't had it. Like you put in a mail order to Carrick and when people find out that there's going to be candy, they're like, oh my God, what's this popped corn you speak of? Popped corn? <laughs> popped corn. You can pop that? What? <laughs> like they, you're like yeah if you put heat and they're like what you can heat the corn my god um so eight and seven that was what you got yes okay so uh doing pretty good um because you have uh a sideshow you already have some extra excitement to start uh which means that right now you've 13 excitement and eight anticipation and that's you haven't even started advertising Ooh. yet this is just a prep. Um, Royari, was there anything that you wanted to buy? I mean, Royari can literally help pay for this Helter Skelter. It is like 30... How much gold is it? 40 gold. Um, Royari can pay like 38 of the gold and just have two of the gold from the thing so that I am at a solid 400 gold. King. So, okay, cool. I, I think the way this works is less that you are... Um, Let's say you're just going to the Helter Skelter store in uh, Mountain Cleave and buying a Helter Skelter. And more that, like... Uh, Helter Skelter store? You, Royer, you probably head back to uh, the um, the office and uh, you meet with Phylus, uh, uh, the uh, secretary again. And she's like, hi again, how can I help you? Royari looks, uh, comes into the to the office and is like, um, I'd like to make an order for something, or many things basically, but um, uh huh, uh, from Carrick. Yes. Um, uh, we need. And Royari pulls out a piece of paper on which everything has been written. Um, it's mostly just a lot of wood and paint and stuff, but uh, it's here, and it's like a list of everything that they need to build this. Wood, paint, metal, okay. Yeah, sure, we can put an order true for that. Thank you. And uh, she looks up at you, Ariato, and says, and is there anything I can get you? Candy. Uh, okay. Big order of candy. Um, how much gold? I'll, let me see, I'll put a contact in with, um, with Vandy. Do you have any particular kinds of candy you'd like? They have variety packs, because I'm sure they have variety packs. Yes. I mean, if you just want a bit of everything, I'm sure we can specify it by weight. How much gold are you going to spend on this? She takes out 15 gold. Oh my gosh, that's going to be like, this could pay for easily, easily like 40 pounds of candy. Let's do it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Isn't it nice to work in the circus, Ariato? <laughs> Yes. This is, this is stuff we can. This is this is written off on our taxes. <laughs> I want you to know that Ariado is putting all of like all the money she can into this. Like she's putting um, as much into it because she also wants a bit of everything. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think what happened was like as you were like deciding this, I think Gibson had been around you. You're like, you're going to take some for yourself, right? Of course I am. We're gonna ha- we're gonna have a horde inside of my cabin. Are you kidding me? Gibson want candy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> have you tried popcorn before? Popcorn? Pray tell yes. us popcorn. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna have some. I hope they. Ha- I, oh my god! I hope they have the variety packs of those too. Ah! <laughs> I can put chocolate on it. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Oh man, I love this fuck. You're gonna have a fucking Willy Wonka style feast for people. This is gonna have be great. Have you guys had the zebra popcorn before? Cause it's fucking good. <laughs> oh my god, I love yeah, zebra I popcorn. It's so, so good. good. Ah, okay. I'm more into. I politely disagree, but you're valid. Shut the fuck up, Ritz. I I don't think popcorn should be sweet. Well, yeah, what well, about the like kettle then, corn? Then, then. You don't like kettle. I hate you don't kettle, like kettle corn. corn. Damn. Is such a I hate it. I hate it so much. This is such a fucking loser. Anyway, um, popcorn's supposed to be savory, you piece of shit. It can be both. It's fine. Do you buy anything today, Volio? No. No, he does not. He's just helping, like, set up. Okay, so you basically He's just physically setting up the circus. Okay. What is I he think... gonna do with one gold, huh? What? <laughs> okay, that's actually a good point. Tell me. I huh? think as you're physically setting up, Volio, um, you. Uh, are probably pulling stuff out of the wagons and one of the things as you're pulling it out is just a big box and you hear a voice from inside being like good evening again Volio oh hello you was a machine that uh, quizzed us yes uh, and you put down uh, Miss uh, Madame Miracle and uh, she's inside her thing and she's like if you would allow it I will happily start uh, asking uh in extra tourism. Oh, how very kind of you. Uh, would you prefer to be put anywhere specific? Some various of you? No. You know what would be much better, Mr. Volio? What? Put me somewhere ominous and ti- like tightly packed. Like, not between an alleyway or mm. something, but somewhere where I could dramatically call to someone and they would turn around and see me under a streetlight. <laughs> Oh, yes, perfect. That way people will be more inclined to spend lots of money on me. Volio sets up, like, a fucking booth where there's, like, drapes. And it's just, like, completely dark around there, and there's, like, one light inside. Yeah, you fucking, like, squeeze this between, like, the sideshow of Everyday Wonders and, like, the confectionery cart, and she's just, like, squeezing the corner, and it's like, and you will put a lamp near here to uh, make me not completely out of view, but certainly dim. My eyes will light. Yes, up. and I will unscrew it just a bit so it flickers every so often. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy we are on the same page. As you're doing this, I think uh, fucking watching you is um, a Meccano, Mechanical Carney. And it, he kind of <laughs> looks at you and he kind of squeaks away sadly. <laughs> He's like, No! No, have Meccano help. He, he, he fucking whips his head around and he sees him go away and he's like, Meccano, wait, it's not what you think. <laughs> he turns and looks back at you and says, Would you like some complimentary water? Yes, yes, of course I would. He fucking squirts you with a water ball. Mm, there it is. <laughs> Volio, I think something... Thank you, Volio, Meccano. Volio, 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 you have a fucking idea. Volio, yes. you have a fucking idea. <laughs> Put this guy in charge of a confectionery stand. 
<laughs> Wolio puts him behind the stand like immediately. <laughs> he looks around. He's like popcorn, anyone? And he's like, yes, yes, yes. Ariana is the first in line. <laughs> <laughs> Zebra popcorn stat. <laughs> Volio does put like a name tag on him. It's like Mr. McCann. Please, I would die for him. Um, okay, so I think that's everyone's moon day. Uh, Hoyle's day. That's Fancy Tuesday, baby. That's so, fun. That's fresh. Uh, I think as uh, you are waking up, everyone, um, you hear some noises, some of the sounds of people being around. Ugh. And peek outside. You see that uh, there's a load of teenagers. Uh, the, the children. Your clue is I, here. Why? Um, Fake up your stands outside. They found your address. I haven't. De- oh, ew. The address is literally what we we work where we sleep. <laughs> Give me a minute. And there's like there's a solid ten minutes where Royari is getting ready. <laughs> so uh, Royari, after a while, uh, you after a while uh, you're prepared and your stands are outside. What do you do? Hello there. <laughs> Stan Royari. Oh my. Yes, do Will you sign my poster? Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. Um, I think some of them are again. I think uh, at one point, Hod like walks out and then the, the crowd goes quiet and says, It's the artist who drew the Royari poster! And he's like, who? And immediately they're also <laughs> storming him. Uh, Hod, I think you have a fan club. He looks so fucking concerned. He's like, oh, what the? I, th- what? I think your art is becoming popular. Oh, that was only a sketch, though. And they're like, draw more! And he's like, okay. <laughs> and this is why I don't reveal my art to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Ariadne, you fucking, uh, you go and put, like, hide your art behind uh, Scarlet's bed a little bit more. Ariado like shoves the sketchbook, the mini sketchbook that's inside her back, her bag, like more into the bag. <laughs> mm. um, okay, so basically you can start having having these th- these little guys. Basically, Royari is the only one who needs to s- roll society. Sexy. Um, so Royari, do you want to roll society for uh, uh, Moon Day and Oil Day? I would love to. Can you roll society for me? Yes. Let's <laughs> just do that. That is a 19 and a 13. My muscles are so big. So, Ray, I think uh, for the first day, uh, like for the, uh, for your first two days, uh, you don't really generate a ton of exci- uh, anticipation, mostly just because they're still getting settled in and gossip hasn't had a chance to grow and also kind of hard in this decentralized type deal. Like, there yeah. aren't many people in the town. Most of them are on the farms nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, if you guys want, you can go buy some advertisements and start raising that excitement already. Getting advertisements is a really smart move, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. how much gold do you guys want to yeah. spend on advertisements? From to you guys. Because <laughs> uh, right now you have 30 gold in the circus coffer. Which means that you can uh, buy up to tier three uh, advertisements, which cost twenty gold and give you four anticipation. I think twenty coins. I think twenty golds would be uh, reasonable. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. want to put more in, it's up to you. I think twenty gold is fine. 
Yeah, it's okay. 20 gold. Is, 20 gold's good. I think that goes instead of... Sexy. Instead of going into a uh, several posters like you're used to, uh, I think you take uh, the uh, Mayor uh, Lerishai up on her offer and you put up a big billboard. Uh, yes. And I think uh, it has some of Hod's art uh, showing the circus as a whole, so several uh, people uh, up on it. Um, I think you get some help from, of all people, Esme. Uh, Esme Marigold. Uh, the... Uh, Ooh. Got the half orc something or other, um, who uh, helps a lot with the color, uh, and it's vibrant. Like these are some good paintings. Uh, I think at the end, the two of them are kind of like hands on their hips, looking down at uh, it as it's about to be put up, and Hard is like, not bad. And uh, as it's like, you kidding? These are some really good line art, Hard. Uh, obviously, like the the color makes it look better, but like you really, really have a talent with that. You sure you don't want to, like, you know, be an artist instead of a, a throne carrier? And he kind of turns and looks at his man and says, wouldn't give up my job for the world. I love him. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So now you have a big billboard, I and I think um, you do see, like, uh, over the, ne- like the rest of the week, you see what anytime wagons are passing by, people are looking up at it and going, huh, ooh. There's even like a little date there, like, come see the Circus of Wayward Wonders this Saturday at, uh, at 7 p.m. on uh, Lyrishai's Winter Farm, which is very nice. Um, How juicy. What about the rest of you? Uh, do any of you do anything particular today? Mmm... There is training to be had. If you want, you can... Actually, no. I mean, you could train people if you want, but uh, I'm not sure if the circus has the money for it or if you... Yeah, that's what I I was thinking. Um... You could look up uh, more... um, uh, Look up... I know I could do research. Yeah, you could, like, investigate stuff about, uh, like, the whole haunting thing. Uh, yeah, I think that's... V- hmm. I know Ariato is like... I can't think like... of a reason why Vole would do that on his oh, own. Sorry, uh, well, I think Keiko was about to give an, uh, a reason. Uh, I know Ariato definitely would want to start investigating because this is... <laughs> she, wa- she wants to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, this is deeply personal. Oh, yeah. Volio, like, he's thinking about uh, a training, but I think he feels a little bit too, like, not tired, but he doesn't want to get into it. He doesn't want to get into that mind space that he has to to, like, train people. Um, <laughs> I think you're like, so I think he kind of, like, I think you, like, or you're like, okay, we're going to do this. And then you see fucking Axel, and he's got bags under his eyes, like, oh man, I'm so tired. I hope I don't do anything physically st- uh, stressful today. Last day, everyone first. <laughs> Yay! Volio, by the way, I wanted to say uh, the good luck charm yep. you get, the Aeon Stone, it's doing so much good stuff. I'm so much better at what I do now. Oh, yes. The pigeons listen I'm to me all glad the time. It's working out for you. Wow. See? <laughs> I told you, if you believe in it, it works. <laughs> Ariato, did you want to look around? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Uh, I think you don't actually have to look that far. Because it comes to you. Um, Fear? I think, oh, it's the morning. You're doing your stretches. Uh, you know, some other people are, like, training. I think you're, like, watching the Dwarven Throwers uh, catapult themselves uh, through, like, a ring which is being uh, flown around by Mist Dancer. And you're kind of grinning when you see people on the edge of the circus. Fear. Uh, it's uh, two girls and a guy. Um, they're all black. Um, and they're all dressed in kind of like flowy, dark blue clothes. Okay. And I think they've kind of got a piece of paper in their hand. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they see you. And uh, they kind of like recognize you from your reputation. And I think they kind of come over. And uh, the oldest one, she's a girl. Uh, she kind of smiles. Like, she's a girl. Uh, her hair's in a bun. Uh, she stands... She's relatively tall. She's, like, six foot one. And mm -hmm. uh, clearly pretty athletic. And she says... Excuse me, are you the, um... Are you... The, from the from the billboard? With uh, the fire? Yes, that's me. Uh, I think the other two kind of grin and, like, high-five each other. And uh, this lady uh, kind of smiled. I say lady, she's like your age. This girl, ah. she kind of like so uh, like nineteen, not yeah. quite adult, but not quite so yeah. not teenager, but not quite adult. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> older than these two, uh, who okay. give a quick estimate, look sixteen and seventeen. Uh, like the boy looks about seventeen, and the girl looks about sixteen. Okay. And uh, I think. Um, I think, the, like, the rest of you are, like, nearby enough to see that Ariana's being talked to. Uh, so feel free to jump in whenever. Um, but I think, uh, the oldest sister, uh, she kind of smiles and, uh, says, Nice to meet you. Uh, my name's Nelvi Godfast. Uh, these are my siblings. Uh, this is Rudon. She points to the, uh, brother. And this is Wilfrida. Um. We wanted to inquire if you had any, uh, job openings. Molly's looming. Um, I mean, we're always open for anyone who wants to join. Oh, wow, great. Um, I think, like, uh, the other two, like, uh, like, kind of chatter excitedly. They're speaking a language that you're not, um, super familiar with. Oh? Uh, do you guys want to write, like, do you want to roll society? Yes, I can do that. Yeah. Fully was listening in from a little while away. <laughs> My society role is 20. Okay, no, you actually can tell pretty oh, quickly shit. that that's actually Moanki. Oh. Um, so okay. uh, these guys are actually like, uh, it's clear that they are culturally from uh, the Moangi Expanse, which is a large portion of land uh, down, down, down to the south, uh, which... I guess the best way of putting it is fantasy Central Africa. Hell yeah. Cool. Um, and uh, they're kind of chatting a little bit. And uh, Nelvi here, uh, she smiles and says, um, so basically um, our grandmother, Nana Nelvi, uh, same name, I know. Um, she was a priestess of Desna. Uh, she passed away recently and 
Oh. Well, don't worry, it's fine. It, it was sudden, but she lived a long, good life. And she did a lot for the world, so we're happy that we were able to be part of it. Um, <laughs> but we don't have to stay in Madden Cleave anymore. We've spent the last three years taking care of her, and we don't need to now, and... I think uh, she kind of, like, spines for a little bit before Rudon finally speaks in common, and he's like, uh... Well, let's be real, we just think joining the circus sounds like a really cool idea. And, uh... <laughs> Wilfrida chimes in and says, uh, the freedom to travel, the camaraderie sense of community, it sounds great. And uh, Nelvi kind of leans says, I don't mean to stress you, but I'm pretty sure that these two won't take no for an answer. And if you don't let them join, they're going to follow you from town to town until you let them. <laughs> I'll be here for them. Uh, well, I mean, the more the merrier. Mm -hmm. Um, we actually already have an act. And, uh, they pull around uh, the piece of paper that Nelvi was holding, and it has another, again, pretty good piece of illustration, which shows them uh, in uh, really nice outfits. Um, but on the front, on the like above and below it, like the, their title is uh, "The Sirens of the Spheres," um, and it reads like in subtext beneath it. Uh, it says. Um, these siblings bring the joy and freedom, Desma, uh, to you. They flip and they sing hymns to the butterfly in the night. You'll never see anything like it. Ooh. Um. Okay. Ooh. And they're like, but yeah, basically we we're pretty good at singing. Uh, we know lots of hymns of Desna, obviously, and uh, we'd be really happy to you know join the circus and give you give you guys a hand. Well, uh, I uh, we we'd be really really excited to help you out, and Nelby kind of like rubs her forehead a little bit and says, "It'll give us something new to do, you know. No point staying here in Man Cleave. We're not farmers, and without Nana Nelvi to you know take care of, there's may as well." Well, I think we'd be happy to have you. Great. Um, I think uh, again. Um, the two, uh, the two younger siblings high-five. And, like, you get, like, a better look at them all now. Uh, Nelvi is, like, clearly the most mature of them, obviously. Um, she's the tallest, and, uh, she does look a little bit, um... What's the word? A little more wary than the rest of them. Uh, Rudon has, like, a really boyish charm to him. Like, he looks like he's the kind to cause problems on purpose, but, like, in an <laughs> endearing sweet way. And uh, you get the feeling just by looking at uh, Wilfrida that she's just kind of more um, naive, nearly. Mm -hmm. So if you don't mind my asking, mm -hmm. um, there have been some weird things going on around here, and I just... I don't know, have you guys noticed anything bad or anything like nightmares nightmares do you want to make me a diplomacy check yes <laughs> uh, this one's gonna be at a plus nine so 
plus nine. Oh, that's a nat 20. <laughs> oh, shit. Lol. <laughs> I'm, I'm so amazed because I was like, plus nine. There's no way KK is going to be able to do this. She'd have to roll a nat 20. And then you fucking roll a nat 20. No, the thing is, it's a uh, mm-hmm. plus four usually, plus another nine because of uh, improv. My uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Improv you're, you're on training improvisation. Yeah. 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 Okay, but even then, still, I'm not trying. You do it, like yeah. And I it, <laughs> I, again, in case anyone is okay, in case anyone's like, that's no way. I can see it in roll twenty. Um, it yeah. Um, okay. So basically, uh, she kind of like um, bites her lip a little bit. Uh. Like Melvi, and she's like, "Yeah, um, how? <laughs> I, I wouldn't really, you know, go on just opening up like this. But you seem like a good person. You did just give us a job, so um, yes. Nana Nelvi did pass away uh, a little less than a week ago. Um." She was having terrible nightmares. Um, they sapped her little remaining strength and eventually she passed on. Something about a horse? A horse? I have nightmares about horses too. She didn't really talk about it, but it had an immediate toll on her. And I... I think she was already sick and the nightmares were just a symptom of it. I wouldn't worry too much about it. When you said you were talking about the debts, I was worried you were talking about, you know, the other debts going on. Other? The killings. Can't. What? <laughs> and just like that, the mood drops a little bit, doesn't it? Mmm. Ariana's like, I, I actually haven't heard of those. No, yeah, there have been not many, but there have been a handful of deaths that are suspicious around the area. Uh, Nana Nelvi uh, talked about them. And she, people are so excited looking at other stuff, but it's mostly down near Turpin Row, from what I understand. Okay. Um... Um, what I understand, it's just been like animals and. Not really people as much, but creatures just slashed, strangled, but they're always pinned to something when they're found. Hmm. It's kind of gruesome. Sorry, I didn't mean to scare you like that. No, no, it's it's okay. I. I mostly the hmm. law doesn't really seem to be too worried since it's mostly been animals and, you know, beasts so far with the occasional, like monster, like monstrous humanoid, like you know, I think there was a bogger that was found, but like No! It makes you, it makes you wonder, don't, doesn't it? Yeah You don't, you don't think that there was nothing like that happened to my Nana, but you don't Uh no, 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 no. I and I'm not sure if she had her eye covered this, her uh, silver eye covered this entire time, but she actually like tucks her hair behind her ear 
mm-hmm. and looks at them like, "Okay, Ooh. it's just something I've been curious about." I think the uh, the younger two look kind of dumbly, like, "Huh?" Uh, I think our Nelvi kind of clicks pretty quickly, and she's like, "Ah, oh." I'll, I won't. I won't ask any more questions. But if you if you need me to do anything, if I I think I've uh, I think I've disturbed you guys enough. Oh with no no no! Your you, grandmother. you gave us a job, and it, we're very thankful for that. But if I'll talk to you later, all right? Yeah. You guys After... can go. You guys can go um, set up. You can. Uh, there's this man called the professor. Um, he he'll help you with everything that you guys need. Okay. Well, thank you so much, and I'll I'll come and talk to you later. All right. After our first show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she kind of smiles and waves, and uh, with that, uh, they make their way off, and you are left with an interesting development. I think she goes to find Riari and Bolio immediately. <laughs> Bolio's nearby. Yeah, uh, Riari doesn't, is probably just like hanging. Yes, my dear. So, good news. I recruited uh, three mm-hmm. other people who are actually very nice, who are uh, pretty nice singers and worshippers of Desna. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, very nice. Thing, though. Their grandmother mm-hmm. passed because of what's been going on. Oh shit! I did. Oh dear. <laughs> that is and less than good. That sucks. And another thing. Yes. We apparently have a serial animal murderer going around. What the fuck? Ooh. So it's. That could turn into people if they're not careful. Yes, it could. Yeah. If they're not careful. They they said that the authorities haven't really said or, said or done anything because, you know, people haven't really been involved. But it's been various animals or monstrous humanoids that have been killed, but that always is... staked somewhere. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Interesting. And it's apparently been pretty gruesome as well, so I think that's another thing worth investigating here. Yes. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll be on the lookout then. Yeah, I... I will keep my eyes peeled. Yeah. This entire island has just had weird thing after weird thing. Well, we'll just have to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. It uh, definitely keeps life interesting. But much That's true. Was interesting in the normal way. You and me both. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like we already live in. We are. We are. We are already working a circus. Like this is already supposed to be interesting. This is a piat. This is past. The mode of interesting that it should be. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> but at least we know now that that's going on. And for now, I think that all we can really do is just keep looking out and continue on what we were doing, and then hopefully we'll figure out what's going on from there. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting week so far. Um, honestly, there's like, if, unless there's anything in particular you guys uh, really want to do for the end of the week, you can just spend the rest of the week promoting if you like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Uh, so, Royari, uh, will you make me another society check? 22. Okay. So, you have found that the people are really excited for this. Like, more than you expected. Um, mm. You kind of get the feeling that the people around uh, Matt and Cleve are kind of looking for something to distract them. Like, really looking okay. for something fun to do. Uh, so that works, and you add your charisma to the anticipation you've made. Uh, so that's going to be an extra yeah. four, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. I think so. And for your last batch of uh, ad- for advertising, uh, Royari, roll me one more society check to get your stands out on uh, Fire Day and Star Day. <laughs> 22. 22, there you go. That's another one. So uh, you have, by the end of it, a total of 20 anticipation, uh, which is really oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and I think it's uh, Saturday morning, the day before the show, that you see the damnedest thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A couple of wagons heading into town. What do the wagons look like? Well, they're a little small. I'd say they're about half as big mm-hmm. as a regular wagon. But it's less the wagons that you're interested in. And more uh, the fact that, one, there's like 20 wagons. Holy shit. And two, they're entirely populated by Shuni. Oh my god. Oh my yes. god. Yes! I, I think Rayari sees this and is like, oh, that, they're small. Volio. Mm-hmm. Please look closer yeah. with your with your special eyes. Oh yes, and he, he, he like um, he like opens his eyes like wider with his like hands, and he's like, oh yes, 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 yes. Holy fuck! I think Gordok, uh, the Fisher Shuni that you met before, kind of like pulls out and he's waving at you guys, and he's like, "Ah lads, I brought the whole family." Oh my god, you <gasps> oh, have such yes, a large family. Hello. Yes, you certainly did. Wow, you have a huge family. Uh, I think they kind of like, uh, kind of all cart up. And uh, Edmer, uh, the other one, he's kind of like the older one. Not the not the old one who has the weird accent. Like he's he's an older, like uh, sturdy guy. Uh, and he's surrounded by like seven others. He's like, well, everyone, let me introduce this now to my family. Uh, this is my uh, niece, uh, Ahogo. Uh, that's uh, my nephew, mm-hmm. Aaron Bin. That's my uh, my nephew's son, mm-hmm. Bondon. That's my nephew's uh, son's mm-hmm. wife, uh, Domward. Uh, over there, we've got my nephew's mm-hmm. son's wife's sister, Go- uh, Goper. We've got Gurna, who's just a friend yes. of the family. Uh, we've got yes. Higmer. We've got uh, Morphalo. Mm-hmm. We've got Pulamar. We've got Oria. Mm-hmm. We've got Ralimar. We've mm-hmm. got Rogian. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Ulrig. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ungren's like, ah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, we want to all... Uh, we said we bring down the family now, and we're all fairly grateful for his what have you done. And uh, Sherlock, uh, a little bit of excitement, maybe a bit of marketing down for Fenry. And he's like, yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly what Angren said. You saved us, I'm sure. Well, he's... We're uh, happy that you're here to uh, put on a show and give us something to look forward to. And, uh... Well, I'm very thankful you bought your entire population. Oh, yeah, <laughs> actually, this is the whole town. What the fuck? That is insane. 
Not yeah, the there's like there's like forty insane. of these guys. Jesus. Uh, and uh, Miss Bigmore is like, she kind of claps her hands together and is like, uh, hopefully now you have enough space for us. We like we we don't take up too much space. We're we're tight packed, aren't we, lads? And they're like, yeah, lads. And uh, <laughs> this is to say that for saving them. Uh, you have triggered a random circus event as a guarantee on top of what you normally get. Uh, the overflowing tent. Oh my god. Holy fuck. You got the overflowing uh, crowd, and basically what that means is that your starting anticipation is going to be increased by 4d6, which is the equivalent of you buying another two rounds of beer. Uh, that's going to be increased Fuck to yeah. 7, 10. That's 13 extra anticipation. That is 33 anticipation. This is... They brought their own This booze. is a fucking massive crowd. Like... Oof. Remember how I was like, oh, wow, last time, that's the biggest crowd you've ever pulled. What the fuck? This is, like, huge. This is, like, massive <laughs> compared to that. Um, and because they're so small and they're ready to be, like, pretty tight-packed, um, that actually means that your max anticipation will increase from 50 to 60 for this performance. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Uh, and they're all kind of grinning, and uh, a few of them are already singing songs, a few of them are, like, uh, offering to help unpack, like, the confectionery and get you go going. Um, over the week, you Sweet guys have spent... Uh, over the week, you guys spent time uh, crafting the Helter Skelter, and uh, today it is risen above the ground, uh, Finally painted and ready to be used, and it is absolutely wonderful. Uh, Rudon Goodfast, uh, the youngest of, uh, sorry, the uh, middle child of the Sirens of the Spheres, is probably like helping uh, the um, Kanbali kids climb it. Uh, he's made fast friends with them. Uh, you see Shuni okay. like preparing, and honestly, it's a really nice atmosphere. People start uh, heading in, and you see like. As the day progresses, more and more, uh, more and more wagons from uh, nearby farms are coming, and more of them are purchasing tickets until an absolutely huge crowd has pulled into uh, your little, your little performance in Matt Cleave. This is way more than you're expecting. Yes. Obviously, the Shuni being here has like seriously helped, but you're honestly probably worried mm -hmm. for a while that setting up in small, isolated Matt and Cleave wouldn't be uh, the best move. But here you are. Whole crowd. Almost twice as big as any of the shows you've ever put on in the past is ready for you and, like, super excited. Um, you make it work. You made it work. Smiley face. Um, Mayor Lirashai is here. Uh, she is trying out the popcorn and clearly enjoying it, uh, trying to taffy as well, trying everything. She's really a little sweet toot. Um, the acts, uh, all the new acts and old acts alike are like clearly enjoying. You see uh, the professor doing his job in the um, sideshow of Everyday Marvels. And you know as the sun is starting to set that today is not just going to be any uh, circus performance. It's going to be a big one. And once that's out of the way, you're going to be free to go visit the town of Fenry and check out the Wellspring Tower and see what's been going on over there. Mm. But first, as always, you've got a show to put on. And fellas, I'm sure it's going to be the greatest show on all of Galarian.
This episode of Dice for Roll would not have been possible without the support of our Patreon supporters. Coach McCorse, Daniel McElduff, Black Dragon, Ava, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Casper, Steph, Emlyn, Cone Without Name, Sean C., Skyly Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C., Elizabeth, Jenna Mitchell, James R., Kane Kendrick, Don Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Mel Eeyore, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Aderna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66 Seeker, Leon, Lynx, Dame Valerie the Third, and Sierra. If you want us to keep it rolling, check us out at www.patreon.com slash dicewillroll and see what you can get for your support. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.